Hello and welcome to St Tom's Online. Please find this morning's recording of Morning Prayer. Morning Gary, lovely to see you this morning. <coughs> Excuse me, frog in throat. <coughs> Just got back from the school run, taking grandchildren to one to nursery and one to school, which is always lovely. It gets me out the house in the morning and it's really nice. Morning Pauline, lovely to see you too. And Don, and we'll be thinking of you and Irene particularly today. And morning Mary, lovely to see you too. Gosh, it's exciting, isn't it? Another morning prayer. What a blessing it is to be able to come together <coughs> in the morning and share some readings from the Bible and some prayers and support one another in our daily walk with Jesus. I think that's a great thing to do. <coughs> oh dear, if my voice ever gets back again, it's not great this morning. Um, okay, so let's start our service. I'm using the Northumbrian order for morning prayer. And just another big welcome to everybody who's joining us. And do um, put prayer requests into the chat as we go along. And then um, we'll be able to pray for those things when we come to our time of prayer. So, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. One thing I have asked of the Lord, this is what I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. And let's just pause for a moment and think about the beauty of the Lord. And yesterday I went out for one of my very, very slow jogs, they are incredibly slow, round the lanes and across the fields here and beholding the beauty of the Lord's creation is something that is really wonderful as and when we can get out for our little uh, morning um, exercise. Hi Julie from Sea Houses. Oh lovely. Yes I've been up that way a long time ago because my husband went to university in Newcastle so we used to visit every so often. Here are our call and responses. Who is it? that you seek. We seek the Lord our God. Do you seek him with all your heart? Amen. Lord have mercy. Do you seek him with all your soul? Amen. Lord have mercy. Do you seek him with all your mind? Amen. Lord have mercy. Do you seek him with all your strength? Amen. Christ, have mercy. Morning to you, Matt, as well. And now we have the Declaration of Faith. And I was reading my um, Bible in one year. I think it was yesterday or the day before. And I found the very words that we're about to speak. And they come from, I'm sure you know this already, they come from John's Gospel, chapter 6, verses 68 and 69. To whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life, and we have believed and have come to know 
that you are the Holy One of God. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. So do have a look at that because it's a very interesting passage in John's Gospel. John chapter 6 and I guess it probably starts around verse 60. But Jesus is kind of weeding out some of his many, many followers at the start of his ministry and um, many leave him because they want him to great, do great wonders, they want him to be a leader, they want him to lead them in battle against uh, the Romans and of course that was not his purpose at all and he ends up saying to his 12 faithful disciples um, so are you going to leave me as well and that's when I think it's Peter that says those words I'm pretty sure it's Peter but do look it up and check okay so we have our scripture readings for today and the first one is from Psalm 49 and the theme of our readings is death and resurrection so Psalm 49 I discovered recently is the psalm that is always read at Jewish funerals so that's quite interesting given that um, many rabbis and Jewish people don't believe you can have a relationship with God um, here they are reading lots of psalms which are absolutely full of David and various other people's wonderful relationship with God so the verses from Psalm 49 are 15 to 19 but God will redeem me from the realm of the dead he will surely take me to himself do not be overawed when others grow rich when the splendor of their houses increases for they will take nothing with them when they die their splendor will not descend with them though while they live they count themselves blessed and people praise you when you prosper they will join those who have gone before them who will never again see the light of life so just a reminder there I guess that you can't take anything with you so we shouldn't be gathering treasures around us on earth we should be thinking about those treasures in heaven which is quite a sobering thought ever really um, when I think about all my little treasures that I gather around me um, and then I think well actually am I that attached to them probably not really not at the not at the end of the day as the phrase goes I think although there are things I like and enjoy I don't think I would find it difficult to give them up if the Lord asked me to do so I know that's, that's quite a, a strong thing to say but I think it's an interesting one to give some thought to about those things around us they all belong to God as well everything we have belongs to him because he's given it to us so it's about being prepared to give it back I guess that that's the key thing so our reading uh, second reading from the Old Testament is from Job 
and you will know these words I'm sure really well because it is the um, foreshadowing of Jesus another of the many that there are in the Old Testament I know that my Redeemer lives and that in the end he will stand on the earth and after my skin has been destroyed yet in my flesh I will see God so that's Job 19 and verses 25 and 26 yesterday Judy was talking about those um, Bible words and phrases that can be a real comfort to us and that as we go through our day maybe just remembering or writing one or two down that we can then think about and spend some time reflecting on um, rather than letting our thoughts wander in all sorts of directions maybe letting them uh, be a God-breathed moment which is what Pete Gregg talks about in his book that we're reading in Book and Cake I'd highly recommend it if you haven't read it already How to Pray it is uh, and I know Roxanne who's with us this morning she and her um, group her home group have been um, going through the prayer course and I think the book is based or follows from the prayer course and he talks about these God uh, these God breathed moments or prayer breathed moments I can't remember the exact words but that's a beautiful one I know that my Redeemer lives and what a fantastic thing to say when you're sitting quietly or when you're just doing the washing up or folding the washing or something that's a bit of a boring task or you might be a bit anxious about something just to say those words to yourself I know that my Redeemer lives and I thought of this yesterday because we very you very kindly prayed for my daughter who's having a really horrible time with her um, reception class who are all boys it's not a big group but um, they're all quite unruly and need a lot of support and she's been trying to get them under control I think especially after schools were closed and so on so I sent her some verses from a psalm which she picked up at lunchtime and just said how helpful they were so I think that's something that's worth having as part of our armour of the Lord if you like the sword of the spirit which is the word of God maybe having some of those key blessed and comforting verses and encouraging verses written down somewhere in a little notebook that you carry around with you that you can open up and um, just speak them quietly if you're in a crowded place maybe but just quietly to remind you who God is how beautiful Jesus is how precious he is and even more importantly how precious you are to him and I think that's that's a really lovely thing to consider as we go about our day so our New Testament reading is 1 Corinthians 15 and verses 3 to 8 and it's about the resurrection of Jesus just a reminder 
of the evidence for the resurrection and uh, we've got um, a reflection today which I thought I'd read because it's from Lee Strobel's book and uh, perhaps we'll come back to Lee Strobel in a minute. I'll just read these verses to you. So it's 1 Corinthians 15 verses 3 to 8. For what I received I passed on to you as of first importance that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas and then to the twelve. After that, he appeared to more than 500 of the brothers and sisters at the same time, most of whom are still living, though some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James then to all the apostles, and last of all, he appeared to me also, as to one abnormally born. And how beautiful. Paul, and to think Paul would have met some of those people who saw Jesus when he was raised from the dead before he ascended into heaven and spoken to some of those 500. What an extraordinary thing to reflect on. The truth of the resurrection which was witnessed by so many people. And just coming to that reflection now by Lee Strobel, and if you haven't um, read his story, it's definitely one worth um, looking at. He's written a book about his journey to finding Jesus um, and his determination to prove that Jesus was not the Son of God and to um, debunk the resurrection. That was his aim. And uh, of course, as often happens to people who are determined to prove God wrong, <laughs> it just doesn't happen, does it? Um, not if you're serious about it. So here's his reflection <coughs> on the resurrection. Whether this is from his book, it actually doesn't say, but... Um, yes, thank you, Roxanne. She's just um, pasted uh, a reference to the prayer course. So here's what Lee Strobel says. The evidence for the resurrection is that Jesus was killed by crucifixion and was stabbed with a spear. He was wrapped in bandages containing 25 pounds of spices. He was placed in a tomb. A huge rock was rolled in front of the entrance, according to one ancient account, so big that 20 men couldn't move it. And the tomb was guarded by highly disciplined soldiers. Yet, three days later, the tomb was discovered empty and eyewitnesses proclaimed to their, to their death that Jesus had appeared to them. Who had a motive to steal the body? The disciples weren't about to conceal it so they could be tortured to death for lying about it. The Jewish and Roman leaders would have loved to have paraded the body up and down Main Street in Jerusalem certainly that would have instantly killed this budding religion that they'd spent so much time trying to squash 
But what happened is that over a period of 40 days, Jesus appeared alive 12 different times to more than 512 people. To skeptics like Thomas and James, and sometimes to groups, sometimes to individuals, sometimes indoors, sometimes outdoors in broad daylight. He talked with people and even ate with them. Several years later, when the Apostle Paul mentioned that there'd been eyewitnesses to the resurrection, he noted that many of them were still alive, as if to say to first century doubters, go confirm it with them if you don't believe me. In fact, if you were to call to the witness stand every person who actually saw the resurrected Jesus, and if you were to cross-examine each of them for only 15 minutes, and if you did this around the clock without any breaks, you'd be listening to first-hand testimony for more than five solid days. Wow, that's amazing, isn't it? Lee Strobel, of course, was an investigative journalist. So his job was to debunk anything and everything and check the truth about the claims people made. And so he, both he and his wife, came to the Lord. Um, he, through his, um, his research that he did, and I think she was also reading the Bible secretly alongside him, um, not wanting to tell him what she was doing. Okay, so now after that encouraging word from the Lord, we come to our prayers. And I've just noticed that Roxanne's asked for prayer. So let's pray with Roxanne now. Um, she's got a health appointment today and she's just praying that it would help to ease some of the swelling in her body and that God is in the appointment. So let's pray that prayer with Roxanne. Lord Jesus, we thank you that we are your children. You know every part of our minds and our bodies and you know our spirits too. We pray, Lord, that you will minister to Roxanne today, that you will bless her richly in this appointment that she has, that you will fill her with your spirit and with your healing hand. You will touch her today, and particularly this swelling, which seems to be constantly a bother. And we just pray for wisdom for the doctors that she's seeing, and that somebody will find something to ease this discomfort that she's in. We just praise you for giving her courage and resilience and the ability to just trust you, put her hand in your hand. One of the hardest things to do when you're suffering in any way, physically or mentally, but Lord, we pray that in your grace, you will enable Roxanne just to trust you, to be healed and to be encouraged. And we pray, Lord, too, for Irene today. And we just pray that there will be a bed for her at hospital, that you will give 
worked on the, the um, just the courage and the resilience to keep going with these regular trips that you will give Irene Ill, um, ease to this illness that she has that you will bless her and heal her and we pray Lord Jesus for little Noah Aquino we thank you so much for all that you've done for him so far it's such a witness a miraculous witness to your healing power and we thank you for the purpose that you have for his life we pray that you'll bless his brothers and sister that you'll bless his mum and his dad who are traveling so much at the moment to and from hospitals and we just pray that all these procedures that little Noah is going through, that you will give his body the strength and resilience to keep going, that you will heal the bits of his body that need healing and that the treatments won't have a bad effect on his body at all. And we thank you that we've been able to join with him and his family in this journey, this prayer journey, this journey of faith with you and in seeing your miraculous healing hand on his life. And Lord, we pray also for Bob Carkeet. We thank you so much for laying Bob on Gary's heart particularly and for his continued and faithful prayers for him. We pray, Lord Jesus, that Bob will see great improvement in at least one of his eyes. And in the worst eye too, there will be improvement. And we thank you, Jesus, that you healed many people who had vision difficulties while you were on the earth. And we praise you that you are able to heal Bob. And we thank you for doing this in your name, your glory. And we pray for Ruth's granddaughter's broken foot, that that will um, mend rapidly and that you will take away the pain and discomfort that she's feeling. We thank you so much for Deirdre and for bringing about rapid healing to her elbow, Lord. And we thank you that the pins have been taken out and thank you that she is well on the road to recovery, please. Give her strength and give her um, just a heart of praise for you. We thank you also for all of our friends who are suffering from long COVID. Lord Jesus, we pray that you will take away that heaviness, that spirit of heaviness and give them the garment of praise and that you will lift their spirits, that you will heal them completely, Lord Jesus, and that you will give them strength and encouragement through this really hard time that they've had. And we think particularly for Michelle and Sue and Kat, who posted on Facebook that she'd had about 10 days when she was feeling quite tired and poorly again. Lord, we pray that you will just relieve them of the stress and, and the discomfort of this horrible long-term side of COVID. 
and we just lift you to countries where COVID is just not under control and we pray particularly for India we thank you for anyone who, with friends and family there that you will minister to them and Lord Jesus we pray that you will bless all of your children in India that they will be a witness to you in this difficult time we pray for the health service in India as well the doctors and nurses that you will strengthen them and that they will have the equipment they need to be able to treat people and help people through a very difficult time for this country. And we pray for other countries where COVID is not being managed well, where they don't have vaccines. And we pray that the wealthy Western nations will continue to support the poorer nations and we ask this for your namesake and your glory and that you will bring an end to this virus that you will bring it under control that people will be able to live their lives again and that you will bless this world with the power of your Holy Spirit and your healing hand and Lord Jesus we just pray for um, Mary Blake's foot which is very painful and we pray Lord that you will bring relief and great blessing to Mary and that you will be close to her today and just that she'll know that you're taking care of her and we thank you for all those in the St Thomas's family who are suffering in any way but just who haven't been able to access our morning prayers or who haven't been with us this morning we just lift them to you pray for your blessing upon them and that you will give them that sense that strong sense of the closeness of the beauty of the lord jesus in their lives and of his comforting and healing hand on their bodies and we ask all these things in jesus name and that he will be glorified through our prayers and we thank you Lord and we just close our time of prayer with the Lord's prayer our Father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom the power and the glory for ever and ever amen now let's finish with um, the beautiful words of the Northumbrian morning prayer in the canticle and these just are so encouraging to us Christ as a light illumine and guide me Christ as a shield overshadow me Christ under me Christ over me Christ beside me on my left and my right this day be within and without me lowly and meek yet all-powerful be in the heart of each to whom I speak 
in the mouth of each who speaks to me. This day be within and without me, lowly and meek, yet all-powerful, Christ as a light, Christ as a shield, Christ beside me on my left and my right. And just pray that prayer for all of you who are unwell today, that you will know Christ within as well as without you, that you will feel that warmth of his healing in your body. And now the blessing. May the peace of the Lord Christ go with you wherever he may send you. May he guide you through the wilderness, protect you through the storm. May he bring you home rejoicing at the wonders he has shown you. May he bring you home rejoicing once again into our doors. And thinking about coming back into the doors, it just to say again a big, big thank you to Gary and God's blessing, particularly on him um, and all of the tech work and support that happens behind the scenes for St Tom's. And um, what a great service it was last Sunday. It was just so wonderful to see people inside a church building and to be able to join in from home. It was just great. So thank you, Gary, and everybody who's made that possible. So in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Thank you, Julie, for asking about Sadiq's English test. Um, we get the results on Saturday. He thought it was okay, but, you know, you just don't know, do you? But it's in God's hands, so we're praising God. And thank you all so much for your prayer and support. And, wow, this morning prayer time is such a great blessing. I know I keep saying it, but it really is. And uh, to those who've been able to join from all around the world at different times as well it has been a tremendous blessing and from Northumberland Julie as well so just enjoy the rest of your holiday and we'll pray for some more good weather it's uh, the sun's shining a bit intermittently uh, in the east of England today but we'll pray for lovely sunshine in the north and where you all are in the south so have a great rest of the week and I'll see you again soon God bless you bye